listen i just want to say if anyone enjoys this show the finale hate like more power to you you know i always say baskin robbins has 75 different flavors because we all like more than just <laughs> vanilla we all can like different things you know except for that goddamn halo show but <laughs> i will die in that hill i said to say if you like this show then you know don't take our critique as oh hey you guys just hate stuff i mean i'm mm -hmm. actually a fan of marvel i like a lot of the stuff that they did in phase one i'm actually watching a lot of the phase one stuff with my niece who's four and she's watching and paying attention to a lot of things. I mean, watching the first Avengers movie, she's able to grasp concepts and sit there and be empathetic to certain characters. Cheer, mm -hmm. You know, one of her favorite characters is the Hulk she loves, you know, like him smashing, being funny. So watching that stuff with her and then coming back and watching Secret Invasion, I'm just like, man, we were a far cry of where we used to be in quality. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Tonight, we're talking about Marvel's Secret Invasion TV show on Disney+. Plus. For those who have not been following along, it's about a secret invasion of aliens from another planet called the Skrulls who are shape-shifting into some powerful dignitaries across the world and trying to secure Earth as their own planet as they don't have theirs from a war that blasted them into space and found their way here to earth you may have seen them in previous marvel titles like uh, captain marvel in which the uh, green creatures were good guys as opposed to the comics they were bad guys now the show takes a huge departure from the actual comics in which the scrolls were shape-shifting into the avengers into a lot of the marvel heroes that we come to know and love and everybody was on their toes because they didn't know who was a scroll what was a scroll who is Gamora? I'll give you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> in the TV show, instead of them morphing into uh, all of the heroes that we know and love, because some of them are dead and the MCU is different than the comics, um, they're taking on some world dignitaries. They're taking on some random people. Essentially, like I think Chris called them the Flag Smashers. <laughs> one of our oh my God. Episodes, cause it's basically the same thing. The series is six episodes long, each ranging from about like 30 to, I think the last one is like some whatever an hour. Chris, uh, before we talk about the finale, what did you think about the show as a whole? Why? Why did they bother with the show? There's the, it's like so weird that by the end, and we'll get to it, like, I don't know. I feel like there have been like several of like the new or like things in the last few years have like dropped like huge kind of like world shifting events, but like none of them actually acknowledge the world shifting events from the other things and this one is kind of like no exception by the time we get to the end there's like weird stuff and i'm just like are they actually gonna acknowledge this like outside of this show and where are they going with this it's uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of weirdness i just i don't know why they made this not so great thing and now it seems to have like is gonna have weird repercussions if they even bother with it i don't know man what do you think? How are you feeling? If someone's asking you, hey, man, I have a certain amount of time. I, I like mm -hmm. watching some of these shows. Is Secret Invasion worth it? No. Ooh. No hesitation. Ooh. It really isn't. Like, if like if you are trying to catch it, like if you're trying to watch everything, like obviously, okay, fine, watch it. But like, I just don't know what the show was trying to do. We all like Nick Fury. We like how he shows up in the movies and things like that of being like this boss, like head of this organization. And he like somehow has all these like connections and can pull things out of his ass and that's kind of fun like he sees the big picture stuff and this it's like he's the guy with the boots on the ground doing stuff but like nothing but like it's it's kind of boring like very little actually happens in the show as a whole overall like it wasn't a great story it's weird to put nick fury in this kind of role 
there it wasn't particularly like interesting because a lot of the aspects of the show like i, I we made the joke earlier it feels like they stole so much of it from falcon the winter soldier with even so some like i love that show but like some people didn't really like it so much but at least like it had something to say where this just felt like there was complaints about like the them using ai to actually make the intro title screen and it almost feels like they used ai to write a marvel show because it's <laughs> like they're just taking these different elements that like already exists and throwing them in a mishmash and it doesn't pay off yeah it's like they're trying to do a couple different genres right they're trying to have like the spy intrigue uh, espionage mm-hmm. it's sort of like a, like a, the born movies uh they're trying to have like a little bit of comedy in there because it's marvel and yeah. they're trying to do like invasion of the body snatchers sort of like alien horror type thing but mm-hmm. it doesn't really gel together and it does sometimes feel disjointed and i'm completely with you on it feeling overall boring i mean listen i I just want to say if anyone enjoys this show the finale hey like more power to you you know i always say baskin robbins has 75 different flavors because we all like more than just (laughs) vanilla we all can like different things you know except for that goddamn halo show uh but (laughs) i will die in that hill i was down the hill but uh yeah i said to say if you like this show then you know don't take our critique as oh hey you guys just hate stuff i mean i'm actually like a fan of marvel you know, I, I like a lot of the stuff that they did in phase one. I'm actually watching a lot of the phase one stuff with my niece who's four and she's watching and paying attention to a lot of things. I mean, watching the first Avengers movie and Iron Man and stuff like that. And like, she's able to grasp concepts and sit there and be empathetic to certain characters cheer. Mm-hmm. You know, one of her favorite characters is the Hulk because it's like adorable little like child, like, like cartoon show. I think Nick Jr. Something like that has like a bunch of like the Avengers on it. And she loves the Hulk. She loves, you know, like him smashing being, being funny so when it came time for the mcu she was like oh, is that the hulk i'm like yes it's the hulk hulk smash she would say just hulk smash every time he's on screen it was awesome and then fast forwarding to now watching like 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 going over to my sister's house watching that stuff with her and then coming back and watching secret invasion i'm just like man we were a far cry of where we used to be in quality yeah it just seems like it seems like storytelling has been lost in the like since endgame where it's more about what is the spectacle we can put scene to scene? What is the fan service we can do? Um, what are the different like references we can make instead of trying to like tell a good story? And I think that like like Guardians of the Galaxy 3 re- kind of reminds you that like, oh, this is what happens when you do something that's like story first. Um, and this show is just like, I just don't know what did like how did nick fury actually grow over the course of this show like there was no real movement like what what does it actually matter like where nick fury ends the be- end of the show is basically where he was at the beginning of the show so like what what happened here what how did we just spend the last 6 episodes of our lives like why does this actually matter like you just came in and threw shit around and then left it's weird yeah seriously I mean, they're trying to tell the story of the scrolls wanting to take earth as their own at least this like faction of of scrolls right because like they've really sold us on oh like scrolls are mostly good friend I, I don't know why there's that whole dynamic here i think they're trying to make something more interesting than the comics quote unquote, yeah. and like do their own thing so you know comic book readers from decades are like well i don't know what i'm in for when i watch the mcu because it's much different than when i read in the comics um but sometimes it's not as interesting as 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 they think it is like i really go back yeah to, i think sometimes these creatives think they're cooking but what they give us is something sort of bland and tasteless. It needs more salt, more seasoning. It needs a bit more more heart. It needs a bit more passion. It, it seems sometimes these things are made by committee. 
Oh, these things are made by modern day writers or showrunners or people who don't understand why audience like certain characters or why we mm -hmm. like certain things. A prevalent theme in modern day writing and modern day like showrunning, uh, a weird thing is, uh, <laughs> is in geek entertainment, we have heroes. We have people who are essentially better than us, right? We have people who can fly, have super strength, you know, like laser eyes, stuff like that. And we're watching these things to sort of like escape our, our current day. Um, and for some reason, some of these, this modern day or script writing and, and modern day show running and movies want to bring them down to our level because certain people don't understand these characters if they aren't taking the same depression pills as them. <laughs> and me personally, yeah. I don't really like that point because, uh, you know, you have Nick Fury, right? So the, the show really should have been labeled like a Nick Fury show. It, shouldn't, it should not have been like Secret Invasion. It should have done a whole other story. Have Nick Fury do a character piece. That's fine. They're trying to do an interesting character yeah. piece with Nick Fury. They're trying to show you more about the character, more about the guy. But a part of what makes Nick Fury hero and a part of what makes him intriguing is that we don't know about him i mean chris like, like like tony stark said it like nick fury is the spy he's the spy yeah his secrets have secrets and i think personally in my opinion when you start explaining certain things away and you started to give more light to things it really takes the mystery away and it takes the intrigue and the heroism of nick fury away like i see a lot of people like the show because you get to learn more about nick fury right but to me mm -hmm. it seems like they're doing the zack snyder thing of like deconstructing the hero to understand <laughs> yep. them more like break them down to their atoms like put them on a table and dissect them like a frog in bio just so mm -hmm. you can be like oh that's what makes him tick oh that's what's going on here i need to know every single piece oh that's how he digests food and to me i'm just like why do we need that i mean he's this mysterious guy who has this mysterious connection he always i mean in every movie it's like how does he know that or how is he here or what's going how's he yep. ahead? he has this contingency plan and then you're like oh well, it was just girls Oh, it actually wasn't him. Oh, everything is all right. Like, to me, in my opinion, they, they really broke down Nick Fury in this series to be lesser than he was perceived in the movies. And I'm even not really like a, like, a, like, a, like a Nick Fury main guy. You know what I mean? He's not like, you know, my main hero or someone that I look up to or, or whatever. You know, when, when I was growing up as a, as a little boy, <laughs> I loved uh, Batman because we had Batman, the animated series, one of the most goaded shows of all time. And in Spider-Man, we had the 90s Spider-Man. I really liked those characters for what they stood for, for what they did, not because they were exactly like me. We have this weird thing of where these, these writers, directors, showrunners need to break people down to their atoms and make them like them. And it's so strange because I, I don't need my main hero and character like taking the same medication i don't need right it's just like we see nick fury like but, but put on some icy hot in his knee because he's all like i don't need to see that like what do you like what do you do? for those of you who haven't watched it, it's not in the show but i just say that to say that like these writers are breaking down heroes to a human level and not making them as heroic as they should be in order to sort of i guess understand them better because i don't know if they can't understand characters unless they're just like them oh they, they drink coffee just like me they they have depression just like me oh they're unsure just like me i can understand this character now i couldn't understand them before to me that's what it seems like and it's so strange to me i think it would have been like that would have been okay if that's what the show was supposed to be about and that was the focus of it but it's not but a lot of what they like happens with nick fear like a lot of it is him just like standing around 
talking to people, but it never it never goes anywhere. Like I think like I don't mind that they're like, oh, by the way, the reason Nick Fury knows so much is because he has a secret network of scrolls that have been gathering intelligence for him like all these years. Like that's fine, but like that's a line in the show and not what the show is about. Which is what is I think the most infuriating thing about the show is that so many of the best elements are things that they hint at that happen off screen, not what the actual show is about. Like, you just don't care about these characters because they're like, oh, these guys are coming here to destroy humans. Why? I they need a home. Well, like, didn't like didn't they all fly here on a spaceship like don't doesn't like aren't isn't that the whole thing of like sabers up in the air and like it's it like i feel like it was hinted that it was like the scrolls are up there like why is everyone stuck here like they're from outer space like why haven't they been hunting for another home if that is the case it's it seems it's it just seems like a manufactured problem and again it's just weird because they just they're the flag smashers like why does this need to why do we need to rehash this and like i just don't believe that they created a compelling enough like villain with a compelling enough um, or like an interesting take on why they want to take over, why they want to destroy the humans And like, it, it's just not, it's just not a good enough premise. And then the show becomes about, we need to stop these guys, but not about like, Oh, the secrecy of it. Cause we have this like big network of spies that we're trying to eavesdropping on things like that would have been a fun show that's not what we get here and it takes way too long to tell a story this this whole show could have been an hour and a half movie and it would have been you know not great but better than friggin six episodes yeah because at the core of the show is the scrolls are stranded on earth or whatever right they, they had a war with the kree and stuff and like they used to be this like race of warriors and you know they they, they got spanked all the way to earth and yeah, they came here on a little rocket ship. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we, we, we just watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3, right? That, mm-hmm. that came before Marvel's Secret Invasion. And in that, we see all these different planets, all these different locations and places, and people just go around the galaxy and go to different, uh, different spots like you're taking a taxi or you're just... Or you're, it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not crazy to just go to a different part of the galaxy and gardens of the galaxy. Oh, oh, here's an alien race here. Here's there. We're gallivanting over here. We're having some fun over there. We're eating stuff here. We're barbecuing. And then the scrolls are like, yep, there's no possible way for us. We're just here. There's no other. It's, and it's so strange, Chris, because the whole show is like, okay, we're here. We're stranded. Nick Fury is like, all right, I will take care of you guys. All right. But in return, you will work for me. And they're like, okay, fine. You'll give us a home. You'll find us a home, and we'll work for you. Okay, sure. We can shapeshift. We'll, we'll be your spies. And I would have liked, Chris, too, I agree, if they showed that network, if they showed them working. I mean, hell, even in the first, like, you know, Captain America movie where he's, like, destroying all the Nazi bases, there was at least a mm-hmm. montage of that. I mean, why not have a montage of them working? Instead- Dude, if they did a montage of, of the entire MCU up to that point and everything that Nick Fury knew and you seeing, like, a scroll, like, reporting back that because they're in the correct spot, like, that would have been fun as hell. That would have been a great callback. It would have been easy, too. Like, it's not, like... It would have trended. It would have blown people's minds. I mean, because think about in Endgame when they use time travel to, to go back to all of the different 
Marvel movies and stuff. It's just like, oh, yeah. New York 2012, right, 2014. I was like, yo, that's crazy. You know, imagine if in Secret Invasion, just like you said, Chris, like they show us all the MCU and, and they show us like all of, of the scrolls. Yeah. You know, like doing their thing, reporting to Fury, him having the network, him sending them out on missions. That would have been insane. But what did they do? They they had this reoccurring theme in this show where Nick Fury is old useless everyone around him keeps telling him that he's old and useless and and i say that to say the network of scrolls he had and how he's nick fury they made it a point to be like hey you are the way you are you are in your position you got promoted because of us we did the legwork we we did everything we shape-shifted like we got the secrets it was mm. because of us you're running nick fury because of what we did and it kind of seems like damn so they were running the show and they sort I mean, of probably and nick like, treats them like dogs too like he treats yeah. them like dirt the way he treats talos i was like man if nick fury gets shot in this i won't care because he's being a total dick I feel bad for people who who Nick Fury is their main guy, their main character, yeah. like their main boss, because you have <laughs> did Ryan Johnson work on this? I mean, you have like <laughs> like like who inside is just like all right, what we did to Luke Skywalker, to Han Solo, and from what I hear, Indiana Jones, we're gonna do the same thing to Nick Fury. We're gonna have him monologue and literally say that he is useless. Talos is like, I need you to say the words. You are useless without me. And I am yep. nothing. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Imagine if they had, like, for some reason, some deconstruction of Captain America. And they had Cap said that he was useless without, like, Peggy. Or he was useless with, with, without Iron Man. Or he's useless without, like, Maria Hill. Or he's useless without, like, some other, or Bruce Banner. What? That's so weird. Dude, it was like in, uh, in why I hated the uh, James Bond Spectre, because they were like, oh, by the way, I was behind all of this. Why? Because I friggin' said so. Like, it, 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 there was, it was, it was um, supposed to be a weighty moment, but it didn't have, like, enough stuff behind, like, there was not enough behind it to actually make it land the way that they wanted it to. Because the show, again, the show wasn't about, like, Nick Fury dealing with the fact that he took advantage of the Skrulls. It was about the Skrulls trying to stop this other Skrull who's pissed for, like, some seemingly irreverent reason. <laughs> right? And and then the reason they gave us was the main, the main guy, Gravik, right? Uh, yeah. You know, when, when he was a young Skrull, a young Skrull boy, mm -hmm. you know, like, Fury promised them all, hey, I'll find you guys a home, find you guys a planet, just work for me, or whatever, and I guess he looked up to Fury, that was his role model, and then he's like, well, you lied, you weren't working on something, you used us like dogs, and in the end, eh, well, well, what did we get for it? Like, like, nothing, we didn't get a home, we didn't get a planet, and Fury's like, yeah, you know, it's it's easier just to, you know, placate the humans than to try to put you guys in a light and it's hard to find you guys a home. I mean, at what? Like Fury with his knowledge being up in peak into like the, the shield, like spaceship is just like, Oh no, there's <laughs> no other planet out there. We can't like move some of these scrolls before he even knew there were a million of them uh, up on the planet uh, on, on planet earth. I, I, I just don't understand the story here and i don't understand the, the the motivation and then when it comes out he's just like you know all this stuff is on you you know the terrorist attacks that we're doing all this stuff is because you promised us a home and you didn't deliver so now we're 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 bombing people and we're trying to cause world war three with with this plan to make the russians like me, me, and america fight each other to set off yeah. and we will take over the planet because we can live in radiation or whatever i'm like what all because he's like you didn't find us a home 
Huh? It seems so. Again, it's it's a, like a, it's exposition that's doing more work than what we're actually seeing. Like again, if the show was about Nick Fury trying to cover up the fact that he's, you know, using these people and like not doing what he said it was gonna do, but he's just like, I don't know. I looked. I couldn't find it. And then and that was and I didn't tell you. But like that's that's it. That's all you get. You get like two lines of that. Again, what happens off screen in this in that aspect is more interesting than what we actually get on screen. Woo, man, some people out there. Oh man, like <laughs> y'all are some normies. Y'all are some muggles because I've seen chatter on the interwebs, Chris, where people say that Gravik is one of the best MCU villain, and they're not. That joking. is so not true I, at I've, all. I've seen YouTube videos of people sincerely talking about how great he is how menacing he is and how he's up there. I've I, I seen, I'm not going to name any names. I've seen a YouTuber, prominent YouTuber who gets press access. I don't know. Uh, you know, right, like <laughs> at the premiere, who is just like, you know, I, I, graphics up there with, with Killmonger and Thanos. I'm like, wow, that is incredible cap. You are lying. <laughs> that is incredible. No. Absolutely incredible. I mean, Chris, like what do, you, what do you think about that? Like graphic as the villain in this, right? He was a scroll little boy. When Fury was gathering the, the the scrolls together, saying, "Hey, I will promise you, I will get you a planet. Just work for me, be my network." He grows up. He's like, "Okay, he hasn't been delivering. Now we're going to exact revenge, and we're also going to just take over this planet. This will be our home now. We will eradicate the humans, all because this man I looked up to didn't give me what I wanted, and now this is our home." And all the stuff that he did, like bombing places and using his own people and even like killing one or two of them to get his way. It's no, I mean, it, the, the problem again, like it's, they hint at that. He did a bunch of work for fury. We don't see any of it. We don't see their, we do not see their relationship at all. We see more of like Talos's relationship with Gravik more than we see fury's relationship with Gravik a and B no, because it's literally the same plot as the flag smashers, except like the flag smashers, have a much more believable reason because we saw the gravity of what happens when half of the world gets erased. And then that has the weight of that event from happening, which we saw across several movies. There was an entire movie about like bringing people back. And then we now know that these people that have been gone for five years, no longer have a place to go like that had so much more weight behind it. So it was so much more believable in Falcon the Winter Soldier than what we see here because it's like, yeah, I'm I was Fury's right hand man. Why? Because I said so. Like, oh, we they couldn't find a home. How do we know they couldn't find a home? Oh, because he said so. Like, oh, I'm pissed. I wanna blow this stuff up. Like, why? I don't I don't understand. I don't even understand like Amelia Clark's character, Gaia. Like, so why so why are A you with them and B if you're not for this? Like what are you still doing there? Like, what are you doing? Like one way or the other, why are you for, or why are you against this team? I don't, I just, I don't understand. They do not do a good enough job of establishing. This is how we got here for me to care. Yeah. Amelia Clark's character guy, who's the daughter of, of Talos. And we saw, uh, Talos Talos in, uh, in, in the other like Marvel properties and here he's sure. sort of like Fury's like best friend. He's his right hand man. He was like his top agent, I guess, if you want to put it that way. And his daughter Gaia was like sort of joined the rebellion. So, so sort of joined the uh, splinter group of Skrulls who were kind of bad. And then she was like, wait a minute. Well, you guys are too extreme. Like, I'm kind of not down for that. And then when she's talking to her dad, Talos, he's like, hey, you know, I'm trying to make a better way for us. You know, trying to show the humans that we're good. 
and I had this plan where we sort of do good and we sort of go ask the president of the United States that, hey, we've been doing good. Also, we're aliens. Can we, can we chill? And guy is like, I'm not down with that plan. That plan's kind of dumb, but I'm also not down for the, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm a part of this operation, but I'm kind of not like, I, there was real, like her character was. <laughs> What's her motivation for anything? She literally joined. It seems like she joined this like uh, terrorist group because she was angry at her dad. She's mad at her dad, so she joins them. She sort of uh, agrees with, like, they need a home, right? Like, she feels for her yeah. people. You can tell she's love for her people. But she doesn't agree with, like, Gravik's methods, right? He's like, okay, well, what if we just wipe out people? Or what if we just have them bomb each other? Or, you know, just, you know, and then we can live here. That's funny. She's like, no, I'm not down with that. And she's not down with her father's plan either. So it's like, okay, so why is your character here? Like, what are we supposed to take away from it? Are we supposed <laughs> to care? And they really don't build up Gaia, uh, Emilia Clark's character, up too much to where we actually care. Hey, you don't actually see her wrestle with these like problems at all. She just kind of does it. Like, okay, dad called. All right, I'm gonna go talk to dad. Oh, well, I let him know what's gonna go on, but I'm gonna go murder these people anyways, and then still follow this guy. But okay, later, uh, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna betray them and then jump ship. But then like not really. It was. It just felt weird that not seeing again like not seeing where she was conflicted it just seemed like she would just do whatever the last person told her which is weird <laughs> yeah and and it seemed like it like towards the end she's like, okay well i'm i'm fully against against gravic you know he i i, I don't know like i i just i just didn't did, didn't care absolutely did not care you know, I, I didn't care about Gravik. I, I didn't care about, like, uh, you know, Gaia, like, like Talos, you know. Like, e even when Talos was just, like, like you know, crying to fury about, like, what was going mm -hmm. on. And I was just like, ah. these characters aren't written and, and created that well to where I really gravitated towards them to where each week I really wasn't looking forward to, like, hitting play and turning on the episode. I, I was just like, you know what? I will get around to it. And it's not to, like, you know, like shit on Marvel or anything like that. I mean, you know, when WandaVision came out, I mean, people, like, stood up and set up to watch it, you know, like, Midnight on the West Coast. My mom did. My mom hasn't watched any MCU stuff, and she wanted to watch WandaVision. That's awesome. And, and what did she yeah. think of it? She was like, I love the first three episodes, and then it stopped being that. <laughs> and I didn't know what to believe, and I was like, yeah. And then, of course, because you haven't seen, like all of the other Marvel shit beforehand, like you're confused as hell by the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and with WandaVision, I think it was more creative. It had this like eerie Twilight Zone theme of like, there's something going on behind this. Right. There's like this, this town. We don't know what's going on. Like everything's changing. We know Wanda's involved somehow, but yeah. every, episode... there was a mystery to that. Yeah. There was no was... mystery to secret invasion. <laughs> Like, at all. Like, Fury knew everything that was going on. It was like, cool. Like, we kind of know how this is going to end. The only question is, like, what's going to happen in between now and then? And the answer was not very much. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, I mean, just look at the, the audience here, even here in the live chat. I mean, like, so, 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 ghetto guy. There's, there's supposed to be much, uh, there's supposed to be a much bigger event. I remember talking to my friend. We both were getting hyped by this. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> like it, it, people were looking forward to this and, and it was loved. And I mean, I, I was sort of looking forward to this because, uh, you know, I remember years ago when our buddy uh, Booster Greg was talking about uh, Secret Invasion. Like, I always like 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 referred to, to Greg or, or Casey for comics. Mm-hmm. I remember when, when Secret Invasion was going on and I was like, oh, what is this? And I seen the art and I was like, oh, yeah, it's about, you know, scrolls, these shape-shifting aliens, like taking over the Avengers. You know, it's like, who's really a scroll? You know, like uh, Elektra what was killed she turned into this green alien everyone's like whoa what the hell is this you know like there's a a part (laughs) towards towards the beginning of the story where uh you know like tony stark and reed richards are just like what 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 this i wasn't electra what the hell is this like this is a green alien here huh what the hell and then you know like tony stark was like reed richards the world's smartest man he's like how did we not know that this wasn't electra how did we not know that this was an alien being and and reed and tony and everyone's like "I, i don't know like this is insane. It's anyone else, and it's and and it really got people thinking. Like, oh man, are we being uh, invaded? Like, what's happening here? You know. And then there was an invasion. And at one point, there's there's a spread in the comic where, uh, you know, like the alien ships are coming out of orbit and they they come down to uh the the Savage Land and, the, and our heroes meet up with them. And then out of this ship comes our heroes, but older versions of them i mean like like previous versions you know so instead mm-hmm. of like the, the modern day like uh hawkeye who's now ronin it was his old like like purple costume of hawkeye you know the older costume of you know spider-man like older costume captain america so they're coming out of the ship like oh hey look at these guys and you're like wait what me <laughs> like what the hell is this and it's like yo listen to me. like what the hell's going on and they start fighting each other so you got like spider-man going against spider-man cat versus cap and they're just like oh man like and it was such a crazy event and so many things were going on around the world at the same time and when you would kill them they would morph into these beings you're just like wait so who's really a skull and you have like tony like scanning people secretly finding out who is who you know, uh, Hawkeye's wife, you know, uh, in, 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 like at one point, because like she, she was a hero as well, you know, he's like, tell me something about October 12th or, to- or 23rd. Tell me something about it. Like, as he points his arrow at her face. And she's like, that's, right. when I, that, that, that's when our kid died. And he's like, okay, they wouldn't have known that, you know, and just. Yeah, there was none of that. There was no, there was like, no there, tension. There's, there was dude, the- there's that. The cliche of like the two was it, there's like, you know, the, the person on top of uh, a roof holding a gun to two people that look identical and they're both trying to convince that person that <laughs> they are the real one. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. was not the moment. <laughs> that, I love that movie. Trump shoot him. No, shoot him. Tell me something you yeah. wouldn't know. <laughs> right. Like, like there's none. There was none of that. Like it was the fact that people could turn into other people didn't like didn't matter. Yeah. Dude, the, the majority of the show dude the, the people they turned into like why did we care right i mean the world leaders ooh, but it's just like we, we live in a climate now where like that's not crazy okay because our our real reality okay like we don't look up to our politicians anymore okay so them being green aliens it's like okay yeah sure who cares but what matters is if they were the heroes or people who we look up to i mean i mean to think about if they still had captain america still had like tony stark you know yeah. or even Hawkeye now, Ronan, it's just like, whoa. I, but they turn into people we didn't care about. There were regular people who were scrolls. Like, who mm-hmm. cares? I mean, the whole, like, crux and the whole thing why, you know, like, Secret War was crazy is because it was the heroes. It was these right. people. I mean, I mean, that whole, the whole scene from the comics where Hawkeye is, like, pouring a goddamn arrow at his, at his what he's supposed to be, his wife, and he's asked, like, tell mm-hmm. me something about this date. Only you would know. And it's when their, their, their kid died. And yeah. she's like, holy, like there was no gravity 
like that, you know, like, like, tell me who you are. You know, it's like, are you a strong? Like, can, can I trust you? And everyone's yeah. just being, you know, like, and, and, and all the while the scrolls were like methodically killing some of the heroes and they, they, they were going around and, you know, like, like trying to like sabotage like Iron Man's like network. Cause he was ahead of shield. There's none of that here, yeah. you know? Like, so it's like, why none do we care about the world's, Ever, I, I, I guess a political intrigue about okay, what if the world's like like governments and leaders were aliens who were trying to destroy the world for them to be in power? But I yeah. never felt that gravity at all. No, I think it part of it. I think part of it also like the roadie of it all, like the fact that roadie was the one that was like pushing to find fury and whatnot. Like, what if, like, what if he wasn't like he was there, but he wasn't actually the one that was like doing this stuff and then at the very end you find out oh yeah he's like you know he gets shot and it's just like oh my god like that would have been a, a huge reveal but the fact that he just was like so uncharacteristic from like what we've seen him in and they showed so much of him it was just like yeah well of course he's a fucking scroll like like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the surprise that you like you you thought it would have been there was no like i was half expect like expecting that the president in the end was going to be a scroll which would have been like a much better reveal because you because you haven't seen this care you haven't been following this character the entire time um it was just uh, yeah i just there was no, this show didn't have ten there was no tension in the show you kind of like you knew where everyone sat you like of course there was gonna be a big fight at the end. I just I don't know, man. Like what what did we get out of the show? Um, yeah, I guess I'll get a guy. You know, oh that one guy from that was from Shield and War Machine was a scroll. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, Rhodey turning out to be a scroll. Our, our very own TV's Casey hated it. He says you know it breaks the character. It does a lot of things, and 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 I agree, but. At the same time, they they replaced you know like like uh, Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle, and they sort of like mm -hmm. like Rhodey's been there, but they haven't really made him a main character. I mean, he's been a side character, he's been a powerful character, but yeah. they haven't given him the same gravity as the mains. And when he's revealed as a scroll, I'm like, okay, he's a side character, he's a sidekick. You know, I mean, I, he had a pretty good role in in Endgame, like not a primary role, but he like played a huge part in that. Yeah, but but still like. I don't it's a big enough character that like what that he's been around. Yeah. Like it, he's it, not it, someone that disappeared. It, it's 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 not as big as like oh like Doctor Strange was a scroll the whole time or like oh like right. this this version of Carol Danvers or or one of the mains or or even like it would have been crazy if they brought in like Shang-Chi and it's just like wait what? <laughs> scroll. <laughs> you know, but uh it, it, it really didn't didn't hit me and when he was revealed no. to be a scroll like we we all saw it uh, coming from a mile away. Uh, apparently some trades didn't, or I, I think, I don't know if it, it's paid advertising or whatever, or, you know, like some, maybe there are normies who really didn't see it coming because there were some trending articles and trending like social media posts about, uh, you know, when that episode happened and Rody was revealed to be a scroll. There were some article titles, just like, you know, like Marvel's major reveal in, in Secret Invasion has the fans like going crazy. And it's just like, what? Who? Oh my God. <laughs> like, like your ordinary like coworker who like mm. thinks water is too spicy. I mean, like, <laughs> like who was really like, whoa like Rhodey, that's crazy oh my god i mean dude like 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 my like like members of my fam who are, who are older my, my senior mm -hmm. like you know like we're just like yeah yeah of course like 
Of course he was. <laughs> Dude, the funniest shit in the world would have been after they, you know, let all the people that have been captured go at the end. If uh, Rhodey was that when they got Rhodey, it was really Terrence Howard. That would have been the funniest oh, shit. Oh, that would have been crazy. Yo, imagine they bring. Dude, that would have been the thing to bring people back to Marvel <laughs> Who Jump Shit. That would have been trending. That would have been. That would have popped off. That would have been. <laughs> The justification for that article title and and all the other uh, like <laughs> trades who really were trying to make the show pop off, that would have been crazy. It's like, oh, he's back oh now. God. He's 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 War Machine. That that would be crazy. You know, they just they make amends with him. They they, they back up the Brinks truck. And they're like, hey, you know, like so sorry about cheapening out on you back in the day. You yeah. know, and uh, yeah, here uh, here you go. I mean, that would have been crazy. But yeah, like Rhodey being, I, I really didn't feel the gravity of it when I was watching. I'm like, yeah, yeah sure, okay, that that's fine. Um, I do think Don Cheadle did a really good job acting in this. I think he didn't phone it in. I th- I think he brought it. There are a lot of good yeah. scenes w- with him and his acting. Uh, you know, him being a malicious scroll, him going up against like Nick Fury. Um, which which brings me to something that I really <laughs> didn't uh, care for. Oh, we got Cecil get a guy in chat. Uh, uh, Rutu, who wrote this? Hey man, modern day. Uh, it just makes it hurt more because you <laughs> want this to be good, and it seems they were caught sleeping at the wheel. If they want to redeem it, have one of the Marvels uh, turn out to be a Skrull during the Marvels movie. That would be huge. If if one of the Mar- like Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, or Photon. I mean, they, I don't think they would make it Photon because who would care? You know. I but, uh, I really don't want. I like. I'm done with Skrulls. Like I'm, I'm absolutely done with scrolls. Like you, you had your shot and you blew it. It's it, like I'm done with the multiverse. I'm done with. I'm done with scrolls. Uh, oh, like man. let's it, mo- it, let's move on. And it sucks too because like in Marvel vs. Capcom three, Super Scrolls were my favorite characters, and he was so interesting. And like he was a complete. He wasn't graphic. He was a completely different character. I I I, mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't. His his name is something alien. It's it's really crazy. Uh, but his character was so intriguing, and I, I remember like just like reading stuff about it. I remember like talking to Casey and Greg and getting like di- like digital comics and stuff because I was like, mm. man, this character is so sick. I love using him, and he was just so much fun. And the voice acting was amazing. The moves were sick. Uh, and then I get graphic as well as Super Scroll. But before we go into that, uh, so so we have Rhodey and uh, and and like Don Cheadle. So Don Cheadle, I think, did a really good job acting. There was a couple moments where he and Fury were talking and talking about how, you know, he came in to sort of like, like, like fire Nick Fury's like, oh, oh, they sent you? Like, no, I volunteered. And it makes sense not because he's a scroll. Um, but the whole conversation and something I, th- I think is, is so strange. So I talked earlier about how we, we get into the geek entertainment we talk about and we mm-hmm. watch these movies and TV shows to sort of have an escape from the reality. And I really don't care for the modern day writing thing of them trying to bring us back into reality, sort of to echo our real world, because that's how these writers can only understand these characters. Like I always said, if they made a Green Lantern uh, movie with John Stewart, who is African American, they would really make the story about him being black more than mm-hmm. his character traits and what makes him a hero. That that's like that's like reporting on a story about a firefighter and talking about his race and not talking about how he saved like ten people from a burning building and what he had to do to get to the last person who was in an impossible area to get into and how he powered through it. And it's, and, it, and imagine him being interviewed like, Hey, so how does it feel being Hispanic? It's like, what? Like brother, I just like barrel through like a fall. Like I hiked up a four story building that was on fire. There was a guy in a room. I had to bust down a door. I had to use every single skill and all of my strength and might and will to get this guy out of here. And you're asking me how it is to be Hispanic. What? I, who cares? Like, <laughs> who cares? What are you talking about? And I say that to say, for whatever reason, it's a theme not just here, but it's a theme 
I'm seeing in entertainment where we're not looking at the characters for their traits, for their heroism, or even the villains for that. We're looking at like the, their their identity or whatever. Because every time Fury had a sort of quiet moment to himself, or or whenever they want us to learn about the character, it would always go back to you know feel like like Fury's on a train. Mm, I remember back in the day, can used to ride in these trains. At least not, at least not uh, in the white section. I had to stay in the colored section. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm telling you right now, like me and my fam, we didn't care for that shit. It's not something we, we vibe it in general where we're watching a Marvel entertainment, Marvel studio property. We're watching the fantastical, the fiction, right? Heroes and villains, powers, all this stuff. And there's like, mm, remember segregation? Remember that <laughs> What are you? Why? Why, 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 why? This is the best you can do. This is what we're thinking of. Nick Fury gets a moment to himself. Like, we're, we're, they want to deconstruct the character and have us learn more about the character. And every single time, it just goes back to some... I, I, I'm just saying my fam really didn't care for it. We thought it was strange. We thought it was weird. We, we thought it just hit this. It, it, it sort of like, like bifrosted us out of the thing. It's just like, you know, like Thor just wants to bug out or get out or anyone from the Asgard. You know, just someone, arm down, the bifrost, get us out of here. <laughs> so every time there's something from the real world, it just like, bi it's like violently just rips us out. We're like, whoa. And then like, we're, we're like back in our world, you know. It's it's such a strange thing. And, oh my God. Hey, Varutu. Hey, Black Superhero. What are your thoughts on kind of <laughs> hey, 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 Black Superhero. What is it like being black? Instead of, hey, you have an infinite <laughs> network of spies. You, you've, you've messed with the Avengers. You know about aliens and fantastical things. You have all this knowledge in your brain. Hey, but what was segregation like? <laughs> like, what? Miss me. Absolutely miss me with that bullshit. In my opinion, I, I would rather not have these like trauma dumping into my fantastical fiction where I'm just trying to escape the real world. We're looking at Nick Fury, this hero who has an ultimate spy network. He's working with shape-shifting aliens from beyond the stars. And he's on a train talking about segregation. He's talking about how, like, like he and Rhodey were having this conversation about, oh, you know, like uh, men that look like us. And blah. I'm like... Yo, listen, yes, black people have these conversations with each other. There are times where we do have these like uh like conversations with each other, you know, about being black, about the experience and stuff like that. Yes. But man, I think it would have been a much more interesting conversation with Rhodey and Fury if it wasn't about that, if it was about the job and things like I I just I just think it's so strange. Every time Fury had a silent moment to himself, it just comes up. It's I don't know, man. I I just think while I'm watching Marvel, I don't want to be reminded of that shit. I don't want to live in that world. I mean, we're in Marvel. It's a good rant. I think we talked about it before that, and it comes back to like having a vision for the story. And we've talked about it in a, you know a, a couple different aspects and a couple different things. Is if it doesn't serve the story, like why are you throwing it in there? Like when they talked about that in like um. In Falcon the Winter Soldier, when there was that 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 other like uh, the other uh, soldier that got the super the um, the super serum, like that made sense because it actually served it served the story, right? 
it like that. I thought that was great. Awesome. But it wasn't just like thrown in as a, as a line, like it happened so many times <laughs> in this show. Um, and I will say, I do want to defend Iron Man three real quick. I do like Iron Man three. And I like the stuff. In, I do like that stuff in there, but only because, again, it serves the story. That's what the story was about. It's okay if you don't like that. That's what the story was about, because most people just didn't like the story as a whole. I like the story as a whole. Um, I thought it was an interesting take because we'd already seen like you know two. We've seen so many times of of Iron Man just Iron Manning about, and I liked personally. I like that they kind of take him out of his element, take him out of the suit for the majority of the movie, and I thought that was fun to have some time with Tony Stark. But I also understand like why people don't like that. But again. Does it does this element serve the story? Yes or no? Yes, okay. Cool. Like then we'll lean into it, but it's it all this comes down to is like Disney editing, man. Like it's it just felt like filler. It just felt like filler. It, it wasn't like like what like what did that conversation actually like how much did that conversation actually drive the story? The answer is it didn't. It just wasted like 5 minutes of my time. But then, like, compare that to this being a similar thing as a fallout to, like, Captain Marvel. It's like, it's like, just like, what were the, like, what were the stakes? Like, there's, he was just like, oh, I guess you guys are now my, like, my secret spy network now. Not like, holy crap, there are aliens. How am I dealing with this? No. He just was like, okay, this is a thing. Why? Because he said so. And we don't actually see him, like, you know, dealing with the fact that you just recruited an entire like a good chunk of an alien race to come like do your bidding and now it's years later and you're just treating them like crap why i don't know because we didn't have time to do anything else seriously like it wasn't really uh fleshed out and and there were so many things in here that were sort of thrown away to the side i mean you know like like so get a guy in chat you know they killed maria hill i mean yeah everybody likes Colby Smulders, you know, like everyone has like a soft spot for her. I think she's fantastic. And as Maria Hill, she really sort of like made a name for herself. Every time we saw her on screen, everybody loved her. You know, she was just like great, like, like can view person. She, she got things done. She represents the alternative to the heroes that we see because we're all used to seeing superheroes. It's like, okay, well, what about the person that like doesn't have super, have superpowers? I, I loved how like they were, they would give her jokes, but it would always be in like some serious tone, you know, cause she was like a soldier, you know? And uh, so every time <laughs> she was on screen, everybody sort of rejoiced and everybody really liked the character. And to, yeah. to, to kill her off in a Disney Plus show, in an episode, sort of to give, again, trauma dumping, to give the audience some sort of impact. I mean, for people who don't watch the Disney Plus shows, and there are people who don't, you know, next time there, there's mm -hmm. a movie or, or an, the next Avengers movie or whatever, and it's just like they don't see her. I mean, are they going to reference this? Is she just dead in the background? I mean, what, why did she really go down? And then you have like her mom be like, "Oh, uh, Fury, she she followed you, followed you anywhere. It's your fault. She's dead. This is terrible. Like you piece of shit. Like, goddamn, just add to the list of everyone calling Fury just old and useless. Oh my god. Yeah. But also, he didn't like ignore. Like, I feel like there were. You're right. There was no like weight behind it. He was just like, "Yep, that's what she signed up for. Okay, bye." <laughs> like she, she knew the deal. Like they're like what? <laughs> people love that character. Are you kidding me? Like I've seen people like 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 cosplay as the character in like yeah. Comic Con and stuff, and it's just like, okay, she's she's and she's gone, and she's gone. Like, okay, okay. 
Wow. <laughs> My gosh. Um, but uh, let's let's get on to the, 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 the season finale here. So, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So long story short, and, and we've been talking spoilers this whole time, everybody. But if you haven't seen the finale yet, uh, hopefully you have already by the time this comes out and we're talking about it right now. Oh, man, the the finale, man. We have what spoilers, though, like what actually got spoiled in the show? Uh, like it was just that freaking dull. There's no spoilers. Nothing had consequence in this show, so it doesn't even matter. Don't even bother putting a spoiler warning on this because it's that bad. Also, this final episode, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. What? The lowest rated Marvel property. My God. Thing. My God. Ever. And as much as like I enjoyed Miss Marvel and my family did too, it, it, it was it was low rated as well, but not as low as. No, not that bad. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, we're rude too, and everybody in chat is asking, like, who wrote this? Because, I mean,. You have Nick Fury suiting up, right? He is trying to get Gravit, the guy who's trying to start World War III. He's making moves. I mean, he already made it seem like Nick Fury um, was bombing certain places around the world. He and his Skrull crew made it seem like they were Russians and they were attacking an American convoy. <laughs> oh, you mean Civil War? The plot of Civil War? Yeah, right. <laughs> hmm, seems familiar. Sort of like we did Jesus before. Christ. Flag Smashers, Civil War. Man, it's like a snake eating its own tail. So Nick Fury is trying to like stop Gravik from starting World War III. That he's making himself and and his cohorts look like there are Russians attacking the American convoy with the president in it. Uh, and and you know we got Rhodey who's a scroll saying hey it was the Russians like we we got we got to like destroy like a, a certain facility of theirs we got to really kick this thing off. And and Gravik is like, listen, 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 listen. I'm trying to take our people to the next level. I'm trying to take my, my, my soldiers to the next level. I'm trying to get us to be super Skrulls. And it's so funny the way he says just might as well just uh, look at the camera. You know, super Skrulls. Oh, and he's super gonna, Skrulls. And, and, and the fact that that's all it takes for certain Marvel fans. Listen, <laughs> I'm a Marvel fan, too, but some of y'all are really you guys got to calm down. OK, you guys listen. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are bored or you have too much going on in your life that like someone's saying the thing is all you need in any of these properties. I mean, like like in any other property. Like some kind of hot tub time machine. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> some kind of, looks at the camera, hot tub time machine. <laughs> Craig if Robinson you know, never changed. Dude, God bless Craig Robinson, bro. Like the line delivery, I, that, <laughs> that movie still kills me to this day. Rob Corgi, God bless you too. Uh, <laughs> like Rob Corgi has one of the best lines like, in that movie where they, they thought like he like they thought he was trying to kill himself because he was just like in his car in the garage. He's like no 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 guys, I was trying to kill myself. If I did, I would do it right. Shotgun to the dick. It's <laughs> like what? That's hilarious. Anyway, uh, going back to this stupid thing, like Chris brings up something completely better and like look how much more happier we got just going into that. <laughs> just anything else besides this show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Chris, so so graphic is like, all right, super scrolls. How's he gonna do that? Apparently, he knows somehow. Well, okay, he was in the Fury Network about something called the Harvest, where essentially oh there was an idea to gather the DNA <laughs> of all the superheroes and villains and all the fantastical creatures and beings that have come, come in contact into Earth. And they put their DNA together into this thing called the harvest. So all of their DNA is in this little vial, in this little sort of little tequila shot, right? So Gravik's like, I want that tequila shot. I want that cocktail, right? Because if I put it in this made-up machine that we put together, <laughs> it will make us super and give us the powers of everything, right? Because if you guys don't know in the comics, there is a super scroll. Um, he has all the powers of the Fantastic Four. Okay, so he has like the things rock. He has like uh, invisible woman's mm -hmm. like force fields are invisible. Reed Richards stretchy thing and uh, flame boys flame on. You know. Um, oh, you mean the the finale of uh, Rise of Silver Surfer? 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> snake eating its own tail. Like, <laughs> it's like, again, we've been here before. <laughs> it's almost like in that writer's room, they're like, hey, how about this? And everyone else is like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it's like, maybe because we've seen it. I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it, it sounds like a great idea. Uh, so Fear's like, all right, all right, all right. If, you, if, if you're going to start World War III, I'll give you what you want. Just leave Earth alone. Here is the harvest. Here's all the DNA of all the heroes and some of the villains like put together. And guys, in this cocktail, you've got the DNA of Thor Odinson, right? We've got Captain America. We've got Captain Marvel. We've got the Hulk and Abomination. That's sort of redundant, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got, it's it on the side, Black Panther as well. I I, I don't know I how don't that works that. because a heart-shaped herb and... That, that's kind of yeah i also don't understand but so before they do this at the end like a wait, couple wait, wait, episodes wait, 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 before we also, yeah. we, also, we also got uh groot which which they don't say the word crew they say flora colossa on the screen yeah they also got korg's dna somehow or whatever yeah that's really strange um so and the- unlike this episode two, they were they were reviewing because some of them get like some of the powers early on like they got groot and then extremis like the oh, way they yeah. kill themselves is extremist. And like, they actually, you know, they said, you know, Groot on the screen. And was like, what the hell? Groot DNA? How is this going to pay off? And then like later, and, and he extremis, did extendo extremis, arm guys, like if Groot. If you remember uh, in Iron Man movie, uh, like, like Killian's character. Yeah. You know, where he was glowing and stuff. I'm the Mandarin. Yeah. And he can sort of like, you know, regenerate and revive. So that's, that's the, some people were confused. Like, oh, wait, where does that come from? Like, that's. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. But like that's not dna like i get okay like Groot dna like whatever it's dumb concept but like whatever i get that okay but extremis is not dna it's like literally this concoction that they give each other that allows you to you know grow back pretty much any appendage that you need um i wonder if that is going to either pay off or strangely not pay off later on in some strange climactic fight but whatever (laughs) yeah and also adding the dna of drex thank you um, yeah. Uh, so they had this uh, cocktail together. Uh, yeah, and and early on in the, in the episodes, yeah, we, we saw like Gravica use like like Groot's like arm thing, whatever. Like, how do you get the DNA of Groot? He doesn't bleed. Uh, he's a tree. I, I, I that's yeah. What? It, oh, whatever. It's Marvel. Anyway, and also so, that concept of collecting the DNA, like that would have been a cool show. Like that, that would have been, been a fun like, concept. Like I want to watch that show. All these background processes and all these things that happen off screen are always much better than what we're getting on screen. <laughs> the the concept of the harvest, like getting all again, Chris, like your idea of them showing the network of the scrolls going around doing things, showing them getting that DNA, getting that stuff. I mean, I could come on. Like, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> It's it's in, it's insane because they definitely they definitely and Mantis as well her DNA and they definitely would have gotten that maybe around the time that of the Christmas special maybe where she maybe I mean I just think it's the the after End Game like where's the mm. oh, shot right. of after End Game where everyone's you know right. DNA everyone's is on the on battlefield, the battlefield yeah. and they're like what where's the like kind of Vulture's scrap team showing up to like fix things and then you see scrolls in the background like collecting shit like that's that's the show i want to see <laughs> adam they got it for groot for sap blood <laughs> the sap, yeah buddy groot sap <laughs> oh man so 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 fury does this thing where he goes to gravic and remember the scrolls are hiding out in nuclear facilities uh, a dumb mm-hmm. thing they said early on in this series uh we don't know where they are but they're hiding out in uh nuclear facilities that are abandoned <laughs> Oh, oh my god uh, it's so so stupid there, there is no 
abandoned or, or active nuclear facility that the American government doesn't know about, that other governments don't know about, S.H.I.E.L.D. would definitely know. Like, no, we can't find them. We don't know where they are. But we know that there is some abandoned nuclear whatever. So he goes to a nuclear facility, and Gravik's like, hey, you might want to bring some pills because of the radiation here. It's kind of, kind of bad. So Fifiri goes out there, and he's all confident stuff, and he's just all like, <laughs> I brought you the, the harvest. Here's the DNA of all I've the I've got the black animals. lung pop. <laughs> so, so, think about it. Oh, yellow for me. <laughs> and, oh, man, dude, like, they have a conversation. Uh, I'm immediately, I'm immediately, immediately. I'm like, I'm like, that's Gaia, that's not Fury. Like, immediately, of course. Immediately, I mean, I immediately knew that that's that's not Fury, that's Gaia. I immediately knew. Because at the same time, we'd be cut over to the president who's in the hospital now for from from the attack that Gravik and his people did, pretending to be Russians. And there's this whole like inner. Uh, I, I hate this. Like, guys, 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 editing, 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 editing. Okay. Sometimes when you cut two different scenes, you're, this is not Game of Thrones. Not all of you can pull this off. Okay. I need every studio and everybody to get it together. Just because you see an idea and a concept from some other prophet doesn't mean you can do it too. Okay. Sometimes intercutting two different scenes together doesn't always work. Sometimes it's jarring. Sometimes you need to stay in one scene. You're not Game of Thrones. Like you're not other properties that can intercut different stories. That, like the hospital situation with the president and Rhodey and somebody coming through and taking them out. Oh, we got to move the president to a different floor, get him out of here and going back over to, to Fury and Gravik talking to each other, you know, and Gravik's just like, this is all your fault. Like you're, and like, again, with the deconstruction of Fury, you have this man put his mitts on Fury's face and screaming, this is all your fault because of you! Spitting in his face and grabbing him, and he might as well have slapped Fury, just slapped him and called him a bitch. Like, <laughs> damn! Does, does someone in this, does someone hate Samuel Jackson or Nick Fury? What is going on here? What is this character? De I mean, Zack Snyder outwardly said in an interview that Superman is the enemy, he couldn't wait to deconstruct him and break him down. Mm -hmm. Okay, but like, somebody behind the scenes has been like, yo, I don't like the Fury character. I'm gonna make him look like a bitch. Okay. Cause like, yo, when you have a man and another man just like screaming at like like one guy, she's like has his hands on his face, just claws in there and he's spinning his face. It's cause of you, all this stuff is God, oh, you bitch. I'm just like, God damn, what the fuck? And Fury's all like, <laughs> I'm I'm going out. I'm like, okay, buddy. That that's guy. Let's do the reveal. Gravic <laughs> takes the harvest. He's like, I'm not gonna leave the earth alone. This is mine. He turns on the machine. I'm like, why does he Turn on the machine with Fury in it. Is he of the mind that? <laughs> oh no, Fury's gonna die. Yeah, right. He's like, okay. he's not a scroll. Yeah, is is that the the concept <laughs> that the graphic was thinking? Well, Fury's gonna die because he's human, and this machine only works on scrolls. Like, why is he in there with him? It doesn't make any sense. And then the machine turns on, and and then you know, uh, graphic's like, ah, yes, I feel powerful now. and great. And he starts to get at Fury, and Fury stops his punch, and then you know, a, a Hulk arm grows out of Fury, and he punches him. And I'm like, yeah, that's guy. And then in the big, obviously, <laughs> and 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 you know, like, like Gravik flies out, and then you know, like uh, like Fury starts walking out, transforms into Gaia, and let me just tell you, let me just tell you, I've watched some reactions from some YouTubers. I'm not going to say any names. I don't want to shame anybody, but I'm just listen, Pete. I I don't know what it is. It just it just drove me crazy that like people were legitimately surprised. I, I how are guys, 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 guys? How are you legitimately surprised if that was Gaia? How the were only you legitimately surprised? The only way that was actually surprising is if you thought it was going to be Priscilla instead. 
<laughs> like literally the only thing except that the only difference is that Gaia has much more reason to fight Gravik than Priscilla does it's the only reason it was Gaia right or or if it was like you know Fontaine it's like oh my god Fontaine <laughs> Elaine oh my god. From, from Seinfeld <laughs> what are you <laughs> what that's crazy oh my gosh oh my, oh my goodness but like I was just like, how are we all surprised that, or or are you guys all capping for the YouTube views? I, I don't know what it is. I think you guys are capping because there is no <laughs> shot. All these grown adults were like, it's Gaia. Oh, what? Oh, it's so crazy. I'm like, come on. Come on. Really? How many people were actually like, Nick Fury is just going to walk into this nuclear facility and then die of radiation poisoning, and that's the end of the show? Like, is that really how you think <laughs> this is going to go down? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, <laughs> he coughs, kills over, and that's the end of Nick yeah, Fury man, from Marvel. You know what? Oh Probably would God. be better. Dude, imagine. It's like, oh, and, and then the traits come out like, oh, Marvel did a bold move and killed off one of its main characters. Read the story to find out more. It's just like, what and people and people who don't watch these tv series they killed sam jackson's character in this oh what he God. killed over in a nuclear facility what was he doing there he didn't take enough pills that's crazy <laughs> so he punches guy he put guy who punches him outside the big reveal it's amelia clark and then they have this dragon ball z cgi fuck fist battle oh my gosh it, oh you mean the finale of free guy <laughs> it's a, right we're like they're morphing into it's like again chris this concept of like seeing all these other oh properties do stuff well and they're just copying it like, and it's not done well man i like not. i give i give james Wan all the credit i think i said this before the conjuring is like a great horror movie and it, it doesn't do like anything new it brings all of these different aspects of these different movies of these that people love but it does it well and it does it in like yeah let's like let's do this this doesn't like at all it's just it's it's not like clever or intentional it's just like lazy dude and explain to me how so gravik and gaia were in this machine that gave them super scroll powers right gravik mm -hmm. had some of those powers beforehand we saw in a previous episode gaia yeah. and gravik get these parts at the same time how do they immediately know how to use all these powers expertly are you kidding me? Like we're, we're getting an arm that turns into Drax. Like they punch, there's a foot that turns into the Hulk. You got a kick. You got blast from Captain Marvel. They're, they're flying around. It's a DBZ fight. You know, like they're getting punched up in the air. They're coming back down the earth. Uh, like Gaia. Sorry, it's character. so dumb. We shouldn't be asking that question. The Mantis antenna comes out and she's like, sleep. You don't know to do that. You don't know to do that. And then they both use a Korg arm because clearly they ran out of time to create any other assets <laughs> besides a Korg arm. And so they did it twice. Like each, yes. you can notice they like keep flipping through it, but they both flip through the same arms. Both of them at some point have Drax. Both of them at some point have Korg. Both of them at some point have Abomination. It's the dumbest, most friggin' like cost cutting thing I've ever seen. Dude, I which like, I get it. If you're a CGI artist, you want to save some money, like more power to you making the most bullshit thing to save money <laughs> on the most bullshit show. And, and, and a part of the bullshit is that you have like a, a when, when Gravit kicks uh guy at one point with the Hulk foot, uh, you pause it and he has his ripped up purple pants. What? Huh? Are you, it's, you, it's in his DNA, baby. You, 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 you guys just don't give a fuck anymore. Like, there's no. no thought processes behind this. There's no thinking. It's just, we just want a cool moment, cool things happening. We don't care. What? That makes zero 
sense whatsoever. And and then and then as they're falling back towards Earth, like uh, Gaia has Mantis. His antenna comes out. She says, "Sleep. You don't know to do that." Uh, your graphic has the Ebony. Oh yeah, Ebony Maw arm comes out and he has to okay so in the dna is his telekinetic his telekinetic powers and mantis's powers like so you get their dna so you immediately know how to use their powers perfectly it's it's just so it's uh, uh, my god like like i forget where i saw like a video essay years ago about how sometimes in action movies and modern day settings and writing and stuff like that like they they have meetings where they make cool storyboard moments and they just mm-hmm. need to get to that moment, and they sometimes don't care how they get to that moment. This really reeks of we have these cool moments that we need to hit and happen. I don't care how we get there, make it happen. We need to have this super sane, super scroll battle. We need to have them use their powers. I don't care that they have never met these characters, they haven't mind meld with any of them. So they don't, because if you know, they've established in this show, and guys, I know some people are just like, who cares? It's Marvel. Listen, they've established that these worlds are lived in. These characters are grounded. They've established certain ground rules. And in fiction, in writing, if you establish certain ground rules and you break them, then the whole world, the whole concept doesn't matter. Yeah. The scrolls have to mind meld with people. Okay. James Rose, right, gets taken, right? He's hooked up to a machine. The scroll puts his hand up, you know, they might do a Vulcan mind meld. They physically morph and then they have like a mind mental thing where they get into the characters. They know how to do it. So if they don't have the whole reason that all these guys are held hostage below the power plant. Yeah. Like that's the whole, the whole end game of this is to free these guys that have been held captive. And that's the only way the scrolls know how to be their characters, know how to be the person. So all that gets (laughs) thrown away for a cool, scene for a cool moment it just it's just so lazy it's just so uh, abhorrent to watch it's an abomination in itself um literally and, and there's the abomination uh, man they they hit the ground <laughs> and in right in the very end you know uh where we think m- maybe that gravic has an upper hand on gaia because he's had the powers a bit more he's like oh just like your father just like whatever and then she Captain Marvel blasts him in the gut and he just dies. Even though they both have the same powers come at the same time, they both have the Captain Marvel power. They both have the, the both have extremist. extremist word. They can heal everybody. Remember, you cut off an arm, cut off a limb, you can grow things back. They both had the same exact, but for whatever reason, the moment is the moment we, I mean, I mean I'm bi- again bifrosted out of this series in my living room <laughs> and into the writer's room. Yeah. I'm now send the bifrost, and I'm in the writer's room now. And they're like, hey guys, on, on the whiteboard, we need just we need to hit this moment where Gaia wins and Gravik dies. I don't care how we get there, hit this beat. You freaking nerds, make it happen right now, right here in this writer's room. They're like, um, she hits him with a Captain Marvel blast and he dies. Great. Good job, everybody. That, that's it. Put it in the show. I, put it out there. Who cares? Who, who like, like, come on. And, but then the other thing, now they're left with like this moment where there was two of basically the most powerful beings in the world. Then one of them kills the other somehow. Now they've now established that Gaia has everyone's ability dude let's let, like let, let's talk about you, that like what where are they going to go from here like now there's a universe where because up until this point it's been captain marvel has basically been the most powerful being in the universe now there's someone that's captain marvel on top of everything else so like i think of uh you remember heroes siler season one of heroes uh not siler but peter petrelli 
right? Oh, so Peter Petrelli, right. his ability is that he absorbs other people's abilities, and then he can just do it, right? He does it. I mean, Siler, in the end, can do his thing, and he figures it out. But by the end of season one, Peter has all these ridiculous powers. But then, like, they had to figure out where do we go now with season two with this because it's a it's a power struggle. They keep upping the ante. So they decide that this big blast that happens basically makes it so that he can only absorb one power at a time, right? So that means that there's a place for them to go somewhere that they can build on. Like, where does Marvel go after this? Where you now have this character who is established in a shitty TV show is now the most powerful being in the MCU. What? the shit like i thought honestly i was like if this is the how this fight is going like how are they going to end this so that there's not this outstanding crazy like power plant of a friggin superhero i honestly thought the two of them are going to fly into the sun and then they both die like, i thought something was going to happen that one of them is going to sacrifice themselves to defeat the other except no they haven't established established gaia enough to be that compelling of a character to justify like the weight of killing of of killing her off but then they also haven't actually built this character enough to establish the fact that oh yes i want to root for this character when they get every single ability that we've seen in, in the last 20 years it's insane dude, dude it's i i can't believe that in this marvel tv show they created the most powerful being in the mcu to date just absolutely uber powerful you know and uh and so get a guy i i agree i think they'll do the thing where they'll nerf her with plot or they just won't mention her or they'll move on with the other properties without mentioning her which is sober i mean just like white vision right he's he's out there he's vision again he's powerful <laughs> like and they you know don't worry they'll just have phoenix toss her in his face i don't know man because th th think about this it didn't happen in a movie it happened in a disney plus tv show right you have this being that has the powers of the, the DNA of Thanos, Drax, Abomination, Hulk, Captain Marvel, Extremis with the, with the healing and stuff like that, Ebony Maw, Mantis, Groot, uh, Black Panther in there for a reason. I mean, uh, all these <laughs> into one being, and she's able to use all of their powers to the nth degree, just completely understands all the powers, can use them at will, can fly around, can can use his strength, all that stuff. Just the most powerful being in the MCU. Just, I, I don't know if they thought of the repercussions of this, how nothing matters now. I mean, they can just point her at anything and it's fine. But the thing is, I don't think they will. They're like, oh yeah, she just doesn't exist. We'll just move on with the different properties if she's not there. But like, nobody else compares now. Nobody else compares. I mean, I mean, can where does it go? <laughs> where does the MCU go from here? Yeah. Like, what the shit? And then on top of that, you know, other big picture on the other side of uh, of the world where the president now knows the scrolls are around and then basically orders uh, like declares war and just has people are going around killing scrolls. So now people are just outright murdering scrolls and everyone knows that scrolls exist now. It's the same thing as like the end and was talking about about this like this huge world changing thing. And this show is now about two of them. The fact that on Earth, there's now this ever existing quest of people hunting down scrolls, And two, there's now this uber powerful being that just came out of nowhere and now exists on Earth. It's like going back to like the Eternals, where the end of that movie, like the Eternals started to like birth out of the Earth, like 
came out of the earth and like started and then stopped and now there are these bits of like massive <laughs> elemental sticking out of the earth and, and then on top of that the massive they never talk about it and then like on top of that the uh you know the giant friggin other being shows up and steals what's her name i can't even think of her name away Harry and Shem, then like the the judge he comes and steals yeah uh, he Cersei. comes and steals her steals cersei and disappears like everyone in the world saw that and they haven't dealt with that like what how are they going to deal with this show about like i i don't understand that's a huge it's, oversight because yeah everyone on the planet saw this gigantic being this right. massive thing just appear and and even if they didn't see cersei come away like his like hand was pointed towards the planet just like and then he disappeared like what yeah. <laughs> What like the what hell the hell? Is that? And also, where have the Eternals been? Like with the scrolls, like the Eternals came from space and they showed up, but now the scrolls came from space, they showed up and have a whole different set of problems. Like, why don't the Eternals know about the scrolls? Or if they do, why didn't they do anything about it? And I get they kind of address that. They're like trying to not get interfere with stuff, but like, what what the hell? I, yeah. I don't understand. They've now have so many different threads, and so many of them can't reference each other and that's like i just think this is gonna die like there's not i think they're just not gonna do anything with this they're never gonna acknowledge the scrolls again and they're never going to like worry about gaia again because what because how can they it's 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 such oh man again it, it seems like again like they made it for a cool beat without thinking about the rest of the universe it's just like did you guys not talk to any of the creatives who are making the other properties? I mean, is there no, because like, I mean, we see it happen with star Wars, right? Like yeah. with, with like JJ and Ryan and like them really not getting to speak with each other and talk about, you know, like what's going on and there's not being a plan laid out. I mean, yeah. like, like, like JJ had to undo, he had to retcon Bro. what happened. Uh, so much stuff that had happened in uh, the, what? The last, the, Jedi. last Jedi. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name. Um, and it's just, it's weird. I just, I don't understand. I don't know, man. It's going to be an interesting year seeing all this stuff come out and not acknowledge the fact that there's the most powerful being <laughs> just chilling <laughs> somewhere. And, 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 it's, and it sucks because like, uh, oh, man, uh, Rurutu, whatever she becomes, the new legion, all the power and mental instability. I mean, that could be a thing, but it's Amelia Clark and they obviously like her a lot because I mean, I, I, it, the, the the way the way they write her character, the way they gave I mean they gave her a hero pose, right? Like <laughs> like, they, like like they gave her a superhero landing. Really impractical. They all <laughs> they gave her a superhero landing. They gave her a hero pose. I they mean, just forgot to give her a personality. Yeah, dude, and like, that's not I, a problem just, with Amelia Clark. That's a problem with not, the writing. I, I I really enjoy Amelia Clark. I thought she was great in Game of Thrones, and I think like you know the like the. Like Hollywood has struggled to really give her a niche she can like really get sick into. They try to put her in different properties, but they don't write her good scripts. You know, no. I mean, that Terminator movie she was in was freaking terrible, but it wasn't because of her. It was just really bad yeah. writing and direction. Uh, Rogue One, she was okay, but they didn't they didn't make her character. They made they made the the story of her character interesting, not the personality of her character. Yeah, again, yeah, but, but it was fine. It was passable. Yeah, it was better like, than this. They, they what is it up with, with them and like not giving Amelia Clark like characters with personality? Because yeah, even in that one too, like that character really it didn't amount to much and just yeah. like pissed off in the end, you know and. I was thinking of like another kind of like Marvel property that kind of fell short. And I was thinking of like Black Widow and how mm. Yelena kind of fulfills a similar role, but she has so much personality. She's such a better character. Like you can do that. You can have this kind of secondary character um, 
that's that's like fun and like you actually care about like like i cared about what happened to yelena i did not care about what happened to gaia just because they didn't give us enough time with that character or just didn't care about how we got to the point where she becomes the most powerful being in the universe <laughs> oh my gosh and, and then yeah naturally she becomes the most powerful being in the universe i mean dude the the which which you harped on afterwards was uh you know now that we know scrolls exist in the world and you know, the, the, the president's talking about all, we know how to kill you and find you, but then these vigilantes are going around the world. We have this, like, montage, this throwaway thing where Devastating. people are going around the world and just trying to find out who's a scroll, killing politicians and stuff. Like, you see one who, who dies, and, like, she doesn't turn into, because when scrolls die, uh, they morph back into their, their, their own bodies, their own green shape, and you see this... You know, well, but it seems to be a politician speaking at a podium. So somebody shoots her and she doesn't turn. So she's an actual person. Yeah. And, and we get that in a montage. Like, again, to... that's a more interesting story beat than Dude. anything we've seen. Uh, why, why but also, she... how friggin' dark is that? Like, Dude, that's, that uh, feels uh, like. Well, why didn't the show that? start with that? Yes. Th that, that exactly. Theater, People being panicked about scrolls and like that whole thing but like oh anyone can get shot at any time because someone thinks there's a scroll yeah that's so that, tension that, that whole that whole time i mean that was that's what was in the comic the tension of who is a scroll and what does this mean you know why didn't it start with that you know it would have given us more attention something so instead we got flag smashers we got characters <laughs> we didn't care about plot lines are more interesting happening off screen and then in the end uh the most super powerful character ramsey was ever seen without any repercussions and and then people getting killed left and right plot line in the end rap ending it up with like fear. I, I couldn't care less about fury and his wife's story. I could not care less. I, I really couldn't guys. I just, it just, the writing wasn't there. Um, I, I just didn't care. Every time I cut back to that whole thing, you know, and people being surprised that he has a scroll wife, I, I, I don't care whatsoever. It, it does nothing for the fury character. It doesn't add anything. I think no. it doesn't take anything away. I think it's just a, a side story. It's almost as if like it was filler. It, it was it filler. Was it, more it, it, it's filler. almost like, oh yeah, like you know, like Nick Fury, who's like you know, the spy of spies, you know, like like Tony Stark said, he's the spy of secrets of secrets. He's this man of intrigue, this like stoic, like like leader. You know, it's mm -hmm. almost as if someone behind the scenes was just like, Oh, I don't care about that. Is he married? What's his personal life like? I don't know. That other stuff is boring. Is, is he have a But wife? she doesn't care that he's gone 90% of the time. <laughs> I'm like, what? Is, like, people creating it, they think they're cooking because I've, I've seen reactions from mm -hmm. the episode where, where we find out that he's married to her and, and it, it, it it needed to be spelled out for certain members of the audience because when, when it, like, it cuts to this house, he shows up, and then you have this woman like, like cooking in the kitchen doing something like, oh, okay, he has a wife. Okay, that's cool. But I've literally wa I've watched reaction videos of YouTubers. I don't know if they're playing it up for their audience, but they didn't put it together or quote-unquote freak out until he literally put his hand up in the middle of the screen for the camera and then put his ring on. I'm like, then they, I'm like, there's no way you didn't understand when we cut to the house, he walks in and there's a woman there. How did you not cut to that? Just, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, everything, I, I was talking to my, my sister about this, where things now need to be spelled out for audiences. And I'm like, oh come on. It's like, give us some credit. <laughs> some of us out here have a brain that has wrinkles. Yeah. And we can piece things together. Anyway, uh, 
the, the whole storyline of Fury having a wife, Chris, I, I think really didn't add anything, didn't take because if you take it out, nothing changes in the story. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, it just it just takes up time. And it's again, it's not that it's not that the fact that Fury is married isn't interesting. It's that it doesn't do anything to the story. <laughs> like if they explored that, if they again his relationship with the scroll, the fact that he basically has been directing these scrolls to do his bidding, but then one of them is actually his wife, but he still just like treats them like dirt is like, not like, it's not an enviable characteristic at all. And it's not like he's dealing, you're forcing him to deal with that character flaw. Like it's okay to show flaws if, if you're actually dealing with it, but you're not. And it's just that then it just becomes a, you're right. It becomes a stereotype, right? It's not, it's not, an actual deep part of that character like it, it, it just serves to to just to just deconstruct him and break him down because like they figure in this my modern age like that's what makes a character interesting now it's not that they're a superhero it's not any of their powers or their intellect mm-hmm. it, it's it's how are they like me how are they like a regular person well we got to make them flawed that's what human beings are so just, just mm-hmm. give them all the flaws and i don't think that's compelling storytelling i don't think that's interesting you know, uh, it, it's it really does, doesn't add much. It, it only serves to deconstruct the character. And I think and some people find I mean, that, that is a Mar- I think that's a Marvel thing with characters is that Marvel explores what their life is outside of being a superhero, which is fine if you actually explore that and you actually talk about it and not just waste my time saying <laughs> this is a thing. Now let's move on. Yeah, it just I mean, there were so many more interesting story beats we could have had. Yeah. And that's one of the things that could have been edited out for us to see the actual network, for us to see the harvest like getting done, for you know all, yeah. all the vigilante killings around the world for scrolls. I mean, all these plethora of things that Chris you pointed out in 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 this episode. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many other things we really could have had, but they choose and also beats. I, I'm I'm also I'm still pissed about them killing off Maria Hill, but not like doing anything interesting with the character at all like you didn't you didn't even do anything like there was again something that's just explained in a line that like maria would do anything for you nick you say it and he would and she would do it because that's kind of person she was but they didn't like explore that before you just friggin take her out in episode one there's nothing interesting that happens with maria hill before you kill her and that's like that sucks and afterwards just just not mentioned again just (laughs) Oh, oh my, my gosh, it'd be, it'd be a huge waste of it. But but yeah, then it, it ends up, you know, like uh, Nick Fury and his wife go up into space. Uh, his wife says she still has some work to do on Earth. I mean, but then goes up into space anyways. Yeah. All right. I'm not the only one that was confused about that because I was like, uh, OK, so she's not going and then she goes. And, and and then what is the work? Is she tied to that warehouse uh, underground place that had a whole bunch of pods with people in them i mean is that it was she the head of that or something yeah or? i don't even understand what that was supposed to be yeah like we, we, we cut to this thing and there's a whole bunch of pods you know sort of invasion of the body snatcher things i mean we, we have uh-huh. the dignitaries who were you know kind of standing upright in this whole other facility but then we get to this underground part and there's just a plethora just mm-hmm. a smattering of all these like like pods that are laid down horizontal so it's like are these just humans or are these other important characters i mean it's, are they just who are they what what is this like what what am i looking at you're gonna tease me with this and like but i don't actually care because the show is terrible so if you're trying to tease the sequel like you're doing a bad job of it yeah and you and you and you have uh the wonderful i mean i i really enjoyed uh olivia like coleman as sonia i think she was a standard character she was great 
and she's talking to because she was the Nick Fury of the show. Yeah, like Sam yes, Jackson it, wasn't the Nick Fury of the show. Olivia Coleman yeah, was. Yeah, like oh God, <laughs> I, 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 I hate when. Oh man, I, I really, I really dislike when, when uh, sort of other parts of like the you know geek network channels talk about the replacement mm-hmm. of male characters or female characters. But, but like. Because, because like they do it in a very, very, very toxic way. But if you if you think about it, like this whole Sam Jackson thing and the whole Nick Fury thing, he was really like deconstructed, brought down, and then we have someone else who is essentially the same character but more capable, better, stoic, and she's able to do thir- just things. the British version. It just, 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 just the, the accent version, makes her but, seem but, like she's but better, more capable, you know. And uh, <laughs> just you know, to, to, to quote the, the the boys, girls get it done. Um, so she's <laughs> trying to team up with with Gaia. Um, and she's like, oh, hey, you know, you don't have to listen to me, but, you know, you're powerful enough to save no, but hey, you're going to use me, I use you, let's uh, let's do our own thing, right? Like, I'm your Nick Fury now. I'm like, okay, but Gaia didn't like that. She didn't like that Talos was the lapdog of Nick Fury. She didn't agree with her father. She kind of told Fury that. And she's like, okay, I'll go along with this now new Fury and sort of see what's up over here. The same huh? thing as Julia Lee Dreyfus's character just kind of pops in at the end of something and recruits people. Mm, interesting. <laughs> it's almost like once again we've been here before. Oh my gosh! And and, it, and it's just like okay, some people are saying, well, you know, with the pause and with Sonya and with this and that, they're building up to the next thing. They're building up to the next thing. They're building up to the next. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. Everybody, <laughs> pump the brakes on that. Stop, 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 stop. Listen, they need to tell the stories in the current thing we're watching. Yeah. Okay. No more of this where we're setting up bullshit. Tell the story in the thing we're watching now. Because this is a whole mm-hmm. excuse of, well, they're setting it up for the next thing. We'll find out. Like, that's not, that's an excuse. No. That, that's why we've been so, it, it, everything's been so like empty lately, is because you're always building up to the next thing instead of showing us, don't worry about the next thing when you haven't done the thing that's in front of us yet. And that's why I agree with Bob Iger, where he's like, yo, we <laughs> are going to. Pump the brakes, relax, we're going to chill, we're going to put Marvel off to the side a little bit, all right? Yep. You know? Yeah, yeah, Gav, yeah, talking about, I think people get Marvel fatigue. I I don't yeah. think it's specifically Marvel fatigue, I think it's mediocrity like fatigue. Yeah. Because, like, when Marvel was, was putting out movies back in the day, it wasn't at the same frequency, but we got quality, you know? Like, we, we got quality stuff, and I think Bob Iger's correct in saying that the audience is saturated with all these different Marvel shows, and that's why people are getting fatigued. There's so much without the quality there. And I, and I agree with Bob Iger in that respect, where he's like, we're going to pump the brakes and sort of slow things down because it's really diluting that brand. And, I'm, and it's crazy that it took him coming back to be like, guys, is hello, is no one seeing that? Is no one seeing the audience just absolutely reeling at what you guys are doing? Hello? It, it, did I have to hold this meeting? You know what I mean? Like, imagine me and Bob Iger being in front of all these people and just being like, why do I have to say it? I have to come down here and tell all of you. And some of you are, are executives. Like, I, I, I have to tell you guys, and I assume Kevin Feige was in the room. Like, imagine being Bob Iger and be like, why do I have to march down here? I have shit to do. I'm Bob Iger. I have some real, right? I imagine him as like, like Jeremy Piven from Entourage coming in and be like, what the fuck? I have to fucking come down here and tell you how to do your guy. Get the fuck out. Like, are you people in charge? How much do you get paid? What about you? You in the back. What is your fucking job? What do you, what do you say you do here? 
I, Bob Iger, have to come down here and be like, yo, you guys are pumping out way too much and putting out all this fucking bullshit. You guys don't see the audience getting tired of the lack of quality. I'm watching this shit too. Are you guys fucking for real? Come on. <laughs> this writing, the terrible CG, we need to slow down. But I have to come down here and tell you guys that the next time I come down here, some heads are going to roll, okay? I've got some shit to do. I, I, got, I got to talk to Mickey Mouse, okay? I got to call at 2 p.m. with Mickey, all right? I'm already five minutes late. What the fuck? Don't make me come down here ever again, god damn it. Or I'll laser you. I'll laser every last one of you, god. <laughs> he just turns into Homelander. He starts, he starts just levitating his eyes, glowing. I'll laser everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish you would. Just, just laser them all, Bob Iger. Just fucking, just, listen, grab them all in a room and just fucking fire everybody. It's not working. It's not working. Just laser them all, bro. Like, it, he's right. He's right. I mean, it, it's, it's not Marvel fatigue. It is mediocrity fatigue. They're pumping out so much that the, the writers, the creators, they have to come up with these stories in such a short amount of time. They can't do it. The CGI artists, they can't do it. They can't put out quality. They can't think about, well, yeah. we just created the most powerful being in the time. I don't care. Put it out. We got it. We got a deadline. We, 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 we got to make this thing. This is like an Acme factory. Anyway, end of rant there. Like, so, so Chris, what do we learn in the end about secret invasion? What, 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 like, what do we learn? Like, I, it's it's just it's weird i don't know i think i learned that maybe i shouldn't have watched the show and i would be less angry <laughs> I don't know, like i don't know it's just it's weird man i feel like i feel like that marvel calling it shot like years in advance is just it's weird i, I, I feel like it must be like stifling to be like, okay, you got to make this thing, but it's got to build up to this other thing. It's like, cool, well, now, but what do I do here? Like, I'm now limited in what I can do on step one because I got to worry about step seven, yeah. right? And, uh, like, what what was the show, man? Like, I wish, and I feel like, I feel bad for Sam Jackson, too, because he has done a great job with Nick Fury up until, like, up until this point. And it's, it's, and he, he, again, he himself, fine, great performance, cool. But it's just like, this is really your, your, the show that's all about Nick Fury. This is in the end what you get. And like, I guess my big question is like, Serge, do you think we're going to see any more of Nick Fury after this? That's a really good question. Um, cause he went back up to the peak. I think they did mm -hmm. that to reserve to, I, I don't know if they know. You know, like, is, yeah. this, is this stuff mapped out still? Are they still working on things? I mean, a lot of things are on hiatus now because of uh, the, 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 the writer's strike, strike yeah. and, and the actor's strike, you know, like, and thank goodness that they need to get paid. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, I don't think they have, I think they're making it up as they go along. I don't know if it's planned out completely now. I mean, I don't know if Kevin Feige is, is in charge. <laughs> I don't know who's writing stuff. I, I would like to give a succinct answer, but I really, from what we're seeing here, and, and what we've been seeing, it doesn't seem like mm -hmm. they have their stuff together. It yeah. really looks like they're making it up as a go along and we're not getting something good. I mean, I mean, there was an idea to have these Marvel TV shows to go into the movies. And, and from at the time we were all excited because we loved what Marvel was doing, but now mm -hmm. 
we're getting so many shows and it's not the same quality. They're hitting story beats. We don't care about characters. We, we, we don't care about, we want to care about them. I mean, I, I was looking forward to Secret Invasion based on what I knew from the comics and how that went mm-hmm. down. And obviously I knew he wasn't going to involve, you know, the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and Wolverine and stuff like that because those, all those, and Reed Richards, all those guys were in the comic. Um, but Marvel doing their own spin on it for a live action version, I thought was going to be something of note, something to sink your teeth into, something to stay up on the East Coast at 3 a.m. to watch. But instead <laughs> of just like, I don't know, I guess I got to watch it. I'll wait for another day. I don't really care about spoilers. And mm-hmm. oh, man, it, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, Gav, I know they, uh, they, they don't, they haven't followed the comics for, for, for a while, even, even in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, they, they loosely did, but even more now, yeah. they really are a far cry from doing their own thing. And what's happening? And that's that, fine if it if the if you if do works. your own thing and you put and you put thought into it. Yeah, but it seems like I, I don't know. They they wanted a cool moment. They made it the most powerful character we've ever seen. They're like, hey, here you go, hot potato. What? Does, does, cool. does, doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. So in the end, Secret Invasion. I I wouldn't recommend it to to anybody. I mean, is it required viewing for the next thing? I don't know. I hope I hope it isn't. I wish it was better. Um, you know, like no smoke to the people who were who were in charge, who were in part of it. But I, I don't know who created this and thought they were cooking. But what you served us, what we needed more seasoning, it, it it needed more cook time. It's just it's it's underdone. You know, if you liked it, good for you. More power to you. That's fine. You can like what you like. If, if this finale blew your socks off, that was great. If that last Dragon Ball fight scene was absolutely incredible to you. You thought it was the greatest thing since. You know, I bet kids loved it. I bet kids thought it was amazing. I bet, I bet children thought it was absolutely amazing. And I bet ordinary people like, like thought it was the most craziest thing they've seen in a long time since, <laughs> since they've seen Venom 2. The hard stuff, yeah. All right, guys, that's all we have for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And for those who watched Secret Invasion, we salute you i feel like we were all in a car accident we're exchanging information we're going to a support group and we're like hey are you okay are you fine are you okay we're doing it like like uh, let's let's all meet and, and get some some coffee and donuts and there let's just talk in a circle about what we just saw um yeah all right guys thanks for watching see you guys later see you another time